the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Exactly as it says on the tin, we take a look back at the week that was in music history. So stuff that went on years gone by this week and we highlighted for you and maybe God knows you, you might learn something. In the real world, as in right now in 2020, this week, October 19th to 23rd, we've just started in Ireland another lockdown because of the virus. We're not allowed to go five kilometres away from our house. So by the time you walk, I wouldn't say not even one kilometre while listening to this podcast, it'll be over because it's that short. Now then, let's talk about meeting Professor Johnny Marr this week back in 2007. A plane crash from 1977 remembered. Oh, so sad. And in 1980, weird, Mark Chapman quits his job to become world famous. More about that in December. In 2007, Johnny Marr was made a visiting professor of music at the University of Salford in Manchester. What would Johnny Marr of the Smiths sound like as a music teacher? Hi, I'm Johnny Marr. How are you doing? Hope everyone's all right. The song that I'm going to play is uh, Headmaster Ritual by the Smiths. Um, some of you may know it, some may not. It's in a tune-in, it's in an open E tune-in. Which means that your bottom E stays as it is, your A goes up to B, your D goes up to E, G goes up to G sharp, B and E stay the same. It was this week back in 2009 that a clump of hair believed to have been trimmed from Elvis Presley's head when he joined the US Army in 1958 sold for 15,000 quid in Chicago. We believe that it's from the U.S. Army haircut, and we did show images of it to a hair authenticator who had compared it to his hair from that same haircut, which he knows is from that haircut. And he said it was similar in coarseness and color. So we believe that it is from that, since that would have been an iconic, you know, time that that Gary could have received a large amount of Elvis' hair. (laughs) Hair authenticator. Uh huh. In 1962, Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crip Kickers started a two-week run at the number one spot on the US singles chart with the tune Monster Mash. It became a number three hit on the UK chart 11 years later in 1973. It had been banned by the BBC because it was deemed offensive. To my surprise... He did the mash. He did the Monster Mash. The monster- 1977 this week, guitarist Steve Gaines, lead singer Ronnie Van Zant and backup singer Cassie Gaines of Leonard Skinnerd were all killed when the band's plane crashed in Missouri. Horrible stuff. The plane then impacted the ground and skidded another 140 feet. The wings were torn off and the cockpit smashed into a tree, killing McCreary and his co-pilot William Gray. The fuselage broke off and the top of the plane tore open, throwing people out. The remains of the plane finally slid to a stop in a swampy, wooded area. You know what? People survived that plane crash, and I just don't know how. In 1992 and this week, George Michael took Sony Records to court to fight over his contract with the company. He lost the case in 1994. And then, 
George went on to work with Sony again 10 years later. Quite amazing, actually, that he did, because during the court case, he accused Sony of professional slavery. Wow. Check this out, then. Modern day Elvis. George is authentic. He's fearless. You can hear pain, you can hear joy, you can hear everything in George Michael. It's really sexy. I want to leave songs that will mean something to other generations. Good old Steve Lukather of Toto had a birthday this week, and he also in 2020 unveiled the 15th lineup of Toto, including members of Huey Lewis and the News, lads that played in Prince's band. Joseph Williams is still there, and of course, Steve Lukather is still there because he likes what he does. I started out. By ear. My parents said, well, you got to learn how to do this the right way. You should study music. Studying music uses a different part of the brain. It helps you with mathematics. It helps you with other things. It helps you with uh, problem solving. Just simple intellect. Stimulating parts of your brain to make you a thinking person and also a creative person. You have to learn things. Knowledge is power. Guys, I can't stress this enough to you. And this week back in 1988, U2 scored their fourth UK number one album. It was the Rattle and Hum soundtrack featuring their first UK number one single, Desire. We're here in Dublin. We're recording the new songs, right? I knew this would never work. (laughs) That's from the Rattling Home movie itself. <laughs> and the point, I just love it. That's how it sounded when there was people in it or without it. A big old empty hall. And in 1990 this week, Pearl Jam played their first ever concert when they appeared in a place called Off the Ramp in Seattle. In fact, on PearlJam.com, very soon they're going to be doing something to celebrate 30-year anniversary of that appearance. How do they sound back in 1990, though? like Pearl Jam. Jam.com. If you want to know more about that show, they're going to stream for us in relation to the 30th anniversary of the off-ramp gig. 1980, Mark David Chapman quit his security job and signed out for the last time. Instead of the usual chappy on the log, he wrote John Lennon. Then Chapman resigned his job with a bizarre gesture. On the last day that he worked, in the log sheet where he signed in, he uh, instead of signing his regular name, he signed uh, John Lennon. What day was that? October 23rd. Chapman was now totally gripped by his obsession and was preparing to express his hatred in action. Four days later, he went to this gun store and bought a .38 Charter Arms special handgun. And then in 1995, Def Leppard gave themselves a place in the Guinness Book of World Records. How? Well, they played three gigs 
in three continents in 24 hours. Tangier, London and Vancouver. Here's Joe. We're actually, we're looking forward to it. It's, it's a challenge and it's, it, nobody's ever done this before. So, you know, somebody's got somebody's to do it for the first time. Why not? It'd be us. We always like, you know, breaking barriers and, you know, Guinness Book of Records are, are on hand. If it, if it puts us in there, that's all right with us. And that is a little look at the week that was in music history, October 19th until October 23rd. Hope you did learn something. And maybe you'll tell some people about our little podcast. It comes out every single Friday, the week that was in music history. Do a search for that in wherever you get your podcasts from. My name is Marty Miller. Thank you for listening. Got a really itchy leg now. I'm going to go and scratch that. Give it a good scratch.